Welcome to Experience Share Pokemon Podcast. My name is Lan Turner, aka Tanner Greenring, and I'm joined as always by my co-host Shinchosh, aka Josh Rosen. Chincho and Lantern. Two of my favorites. I love Lantern. Chincho's gross. <laughs> it looks like it's dead all the time. Lantern is cool, and I'll give you that, and it does look cool, and I do have one on my team now, and I'm very excited to talk about it later. But Chincho is gross. You are Chinchosh, a.k.a. Josh Felstead. Okay. And your evolution is Lanterner, a.k.a. Tanner Greenring. So what you're saying is is that you're a sweetie and I'm not a sweetie. Yes. Josh. Yes, Tanner? (sighs) You sound a little downtrodden this week. May I tell you about the journey I've been on since we last recorded? You and the bug catchers. It's been a while. You and I last recorded two weeks ago tonight. Fateful night. And because we had beat Jim Four, which was called Morty. Morty in Ecratique City, we had reached the one quarter point in Pokemon Gold and Silver, which are the games we are playing right now, Gen Two, Johto region. Right. And it being the quarter point we decided to meet up and battle. Because we can do that now. So we recorded the episode and then got on our various forms of transportation. For me, it was feet. It was also feet for me. And it was feet for you too. (laughs) It's equidistant to our houses. It is equidistant. It's about 15 minutes between our houses. It's the bar we've always referenced. Went there. Yeah. It was a surprisingly busy Tuesday night, but we managed to squeeze into a couple of seats at the bar. We proudly sat down and whipped out our DSs. What's the name of that nice Irish bartender who we like? Dara. So he's Irish, and it's like the name Derek, except it's Irish, so it's like Daroch. Yeah. But it's, I think you just pronounce it Dara. I think it's got a G and an H at the end. Nice dude. Really nice dude. He's great. Saw us playing Game Boy. Always there. Talked us up a little bit, asked if we were big fans of Gmod, which neither of us had played. But I do want to. It sounded pretty good. And we battled. Yeah. Two battles, Josh. Both best two out of three. That's right. And the reason we needed to do two battles, Josh, as you remember last time, I had some DQs on my team. Disqualified. Christina, my night arena. Christina, my night arena. <laughs> Wilhelmina, disqualified from battling because she's not a Nido queen and night arena is not a sweetie. Nido queen is. Right. My Ampharos. Ampharos doesn't really roll off the tongue as well. Cut from the team because Ampharos is not a cutie and I accidentally let her evolve amateur hour so couldn't just press b and i didn't and the problem is like i am an old man and this is my problem with quick time events too if you tell me to press a button quickly i suddenly lose track of what buttons are where and am unable to recognize english letters okay <laughs> seriously when it was like laffy is evolving i was like oh cool and like sat there for a second watching it i was like wait no wait and just started immediately mashing like the y button Oh, man. So it sucked. I'm sorry. Uh, you know. Well, that's... it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. She's cut from the team. And I, in front of you, released her. I was very impressed with that move. I appreciate that you want her to be able to roam, roam free. So our first two out of three deathmatch battle royale was me and my DQ team, which means I'm allowed to use all the Pokemon I have available to me, including 
Ampharos and including Night Arena. Right. And you beat me. Yeah. Easily. <laughs> in two matches. It wasn't quite as rough as it was when you only had water Pokemon, but it was, again, a little bit of a Joshi's Sweepies. Joshi's Sweepies, <laughs> and that's great. And I love that. Joshi's Sweepies. Yeah. But then, Josh, we battled again. And this is where it got a little more interesting, because now it was a by-the-books battle, and I wasn't allowed to use Christina, my Night Arena, right. or Wilhelmina, my Ampharos. I was just allowed to use the Pokemon available to me at the moment, which were Golga. No, wait, it's Gorgo, isn't it? This is the same mistake you made previously. Oh, that's probably why I made the mistake. It's Gorgo. No, I know. That's why I made the mistake. <laughs> Gorgo, my Meganium. Barbarossa, my Pidgeotto. Gilgamesh, my Togepi. Poundmaker, my Growlithe. And John Curtin, my Butterfree. And Josh, with that scrappy five-mon team, I lost badly. <laughs> you had a couple of interesting strategies. You had a little bit of a, you were ripping off a juggler kind of a move where you were just swapping constantly. I was hoping to like shock and awe you a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, except you forgot and or didn't know that two of my Pokemon, and I kind of admit that this was a nightmare and it wasn't what I was planning, but two of my Pokemon have sleep moves. Marissa, the Haunter, yeah. and Julie Cooper, the Weepin' Bell. This is how Josh won, cheating, mayor cheat. <laughs> he used Haunter and used Weepin' Bell to put all my Pokemon to sleep, and they were all just fucking sleeping. And then you just kept swapping them to try to bring in an awake one. And when you're in a fucking trainer battle, you can't use items. So I couldn't even awaken my Pokemon. Yeah, you can only attach berries, which I had forgotten. And I didn't attach any berries, but guess who did? Uh, oops. Mayor Cheat over here did. <laughs> I forgot. I didn't remember that Ryan Atwood, the Scyther, had a bitter berry so that he recovered from, uh, from confusion. Well, he did, and I lost in four <laughs> games. I did record live audio recordings. Yeah. I'll throw those in so we can get some commentary. Lord knows. I don't remember what I said at this point. I remember what you said. You mostly were just dunking on me. You would beat me, and then you would like come up with some quip where you're just like, ice to meet you, or whatever. Just like Marissa, her legacy lives on far after. Villainous, like, bad pun. Yeah. Gilgamesh, the Togepi, with the surprise sweet kiss charm combo on Ryan Atwood. More like Gilgamesh's Marissa Cooper, am I right? I hope there's something good for when uh, Dr. Roberts Graveler got rolling. Oh my god, this sucked. He's KO'd like your whole team with rollout. Dr. Roberts must have gotten into that whole thing where you inject concrete into people's butts, and the butts were Tanner's Pokemon. Yell Stan's Pokemon, because they all, five of them, got taken out by his procedures. This sucked. His Graveler, Dr. Roberts, kept doing this thing called Rollout, where it was just like, it gets stronger and stronger each move. 
Each turn. Yeah. And he would just tear through my entire team. And you kept making fun of him. You're like, I can't believe you got this stupid fucking ugly graveler. It is ugly. It is ugly. And then I just get him going and he had quick claws. So every once in a while, he'd just while out. It is ugly. And you're ugly on the inside too. Because of all your cheating. He killed your uh, Nidorina at six hit points. And that was it. That was lights out. That was a good one. I wrote that down. So yeah, you schooled me. But you know what, Josh? We had fun. Yeah, it was a blast. And isn't that the thing? Even though I'm losing, I got out there, I did my best, and I had fun. Yeah. Until we left. So I brought all my gear, my podcast recording gear, to the bar with me and hung it on the back of my seat. And when we stood up to leave, the weight of my gear made the seat fall over into a table behind us full of people. <laughs> yeah. And I turned around. I was like, oh, God, sorry, sorry, sorry. And like started collecting all my gear and like putting it on. Because of that, I was too distracted and just got up and left with you. And two days later, I was sitting at home getting ready to fire up Pokemon Gold and realized that I couldn't find my fucking 2DS anywhere. Yikes. And I thought at the time, it was like a Thursday, and I was like going to work, and I was just like, well, I'll look for it tonight. Damage was done. Didn't do that. Made it all the way to Saturday and was like, all right, well, I'm looking for my 2DS, and I can't find this fucking thing anywhere. I must have left it at that goddamn bar. Right. So I call up Dara, and I'm like, bud, you got my Game Boy? What did he say? He said- Did he remember you? Ah, we're just opening- It was like 1 p.m. on Saturday, and I was just like- He's just like, we're just opening up now. I'm just finishing up my duties. Can you call me back in half an hour? And I was like, sure. Didn't do that. What I did instead was got on a bike and went up there. And I was like, hey, just looking for my Game Boy. Have you seen it? And they're like, no, it's gone. It, we don't. We haven't seen it. It's just like, well, fuck. This thing's gone. Yeah. I don't know where it went. I left it on the bar. Someone took it or something. Enjoy. Enjoy my fucking team. <laughs> They found it and they saw how sweet all of your Pokemon were and they were like, well, I'm going to have to keep this. So it did have experience share stickers on it. Maybe we at least got a new listener out of it. You know, if you found my fucking Game Boy, (laughs) my 2DS with the giant experience share stickers all over it, (laughs) check out the fucking Twitter handle and DM us and be like, I've got your Game Boy because I could use it back because it's got all my fucking games on it. Yeah, because I don't buy cartridges. I just download things off the eShop. It's probably $1,000 worth of games on there. Holy shit. Anyway, I went to Target and bought a new fucking 2DS. Wait, you didn't just use your 3DS? You had to get, you got another 2DS? My 3DS is broken! Oh my god, you didn't tell me that. It's broken! What? (laughs) How did it break? I don't know! (laughs) Maybe you need to take better care of your things. I I know. I, I don't know what I did to it. I dug out my 3DS and fired it up and it's broken. Okay, I got to get this cat out of here. He's eating the plant. Okay. I thought he was gone. (laughs) Winston, you have anything to say? Okay. The rascal. All right. I fired it up. The top screen wasn't working. I think it's my fault. (laughs) Sorry. Sounds like it was pretty much all your fault, though. Went to Target, bought a whole new 2DS. Brought it home, got it up and running, re-downloaded Pokemon Gold, replayed the entire game up till Gym 5. How many hours did you have to put in? 15? 16? 15. 15 hours. 
Welcome to the club. So to add insult to injury, <laughs> I suffer through being obliterated in four battles, lose my Game Boy, have to buy a new one and have to make up the game. But Josh, you know what I say in job interviews a lot? But what? I don't think of them as challenges. I think of them as opportunities. <laughs> I righted a lot of wrongs in my second playthrough of Pokemon Gold up to Gym 5, which is where we are now. Which I imagine has to do with the fact that you now knew that all the sweeties lived during the daytime. Here's a few key things I did. Didn't waste my time with Gilgamesh, a.k.a. Togepi. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Rest in petals. Hatched it and then immediately threw it in the box. Nope, rest in petals. That's the move, man. Did not allow my mother to take any of my money. I wish I could get that money back. And that's been great. I love that. You must be rolling in dough. Yep. Caught a few new key Pokemon who I'm loving, really loving. Some new sweeties on the team who were just like there for me in a way that some of the other old team members never were. (laughs) What else am I doing differently? That's pretty significant. Oh, I know one. Absolutely not giving my number to anyone ever. I made the mistake of giving Todd the Camper my number last game out of curiosity. Yeah. And Todd the Camper was calling me all the time. No one. (laughs) It finally... Zero... I finally broke you. Tolerance policy. I'm not talking to anyone. To the point that a couple times this week, I had to text you and be like, what am I supposed to do? And you're like, you have to talk to that guy and get a TM. And I'm just like, oh, okay, well, I don't... Yeah, you didn't know how to get Rock Smash. You didn't have (laughs) the HM for strength because you just doubled down on not talking to anyone. I don't talk to any of these people. Yeah, you're like a psycho (laughs) roaming around. I prefer to think of myself as stoic. Fjallstan is a monk because he's dedicated to the Josh Fjallstad lifestyle. Yeah. And you only talk to me. But I did it. I mainlined the game and I'm here now and I made it to gym five and I beat gym five and my team is looking good and feeling good. I'm excited to hear about these new sweeties. So perhaps you should tell me about them in a level check. The hit segment. Level check. Sorry, someone is, I'm in a recording booth right next to a bathroom where someone is loudly using the hand dryer. Maybe they're, they just got out of the shower, they're trying to dry off their whole body. Oh, Seems that way. God. That place, man, it's haunted. It's cursed, like this podcast. It's full tonight. There's like an event downstairs. <laughs> the event was called Psychosexual Adventures or something like that. What? What? Yeah, I don't know. There's like a sex club going on in the basement of your fucking co-working place? And I was just like, you should get on our podcast. We talk about psychosexual adventures all the time. They would like it. AKA the Pokemon games. You should maybe go hand out some stickers after you record. <laughs> Show them some pics of uh, Whitney and her milk tank. Ooh! <laughs> anyway, I got some new boys. I did some artful leveling over the last two weeks. Ooh. You'll recognize your boy Poundmaker, AKA Growlithe, named after the... He was a leader of the Cree. My guy's called Fjallstan. He's Josh Fjallstad's biggest fan. He names all his Pokemon after Civ Six leaders. Poundmaker, Growlithe, level 28. Growlithe. Next up is Barbarossa, my Pidgeotto, level 33. Loving this thing. Substance abuse problem, perhaps. Maybe. Next up is Gorgo. You know Gorgo. I do. My lovely Meganium. 
Meganium was definitely the thorn in our battles. Meganium is a powerhouse, yeah. That thing takes a hundred hits. Yeah. Just nothing. And it's staring at you with its cute doe eyes. Unfortunately, I accidentally saved over its best move too, which I didn't realize. It has this thing called synthesis, which is just like essentially a free heal. Oh my God. Now we get into the new friends. Okay. So while I was going through Union Cave this time, I encountered a little bud called Santru. And I caught it and was having a grand old time with Santru. And then I realized that Santru could learn headbutt. So I was like, okay, I'll teach it headbutt. That's useful. Yeah. And then I realized Santru could learn rock smash. So I was like, okay. Oh, yeah, totally. Then I realized he can learn cut. Then I realized he can learn strength. And now Canute, (laughs) my level 22 sand slash, is just my HM friend. Canute. King of Denmark, England, and Norway. Canute. Welcome to the team, HM friend. (laughs) New Pokemon on the team, Josh. Something I'm I'm playing with a little bit. Robert the Bruce. Uh the Scott. My level 26 Farfetched. Interesting. I think I was just so enamored with catching a Farfetched in the wild, even though they're pretty boring Pokemon. It's just a normal type. Yeah. I never used a Farfetched until Pokemon Sword. He's a little weird. He's a little jaunty, but he's on the team now. Robert the Bruce, my level 26 Farfetched. I don't think he'll last very long. I like how you have his name spelled out. <laughs> Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. And then, Josh, my newest sweetie, something you and I are aligned on 100%, and I think- Very aligned. A member of the team who's going to stay with me to the very end, not just because he is a sweetie, but because he is one of the most useful Pokemon I've ever encountered before. The dual electric water type Pokemon, Lantern. Hell yeah. On my team, his name is Harold, and he is level 34. Great theming. Wow, what a Pokemon Lantern is, Josh. I know. Sweet, cutie. I usually have a Lantern on my team, in fact, this generation. Water type and electric type? It's fun. What a combo. It's really fun. So good. I love this thing. Yeah, and it's so nice looking. So clean, little plump. I love this thing. I'm so excited about Lantern. I've got some room on my team to swap out Canute and Robert the Bruce, but I think Lantern might make it to the very end now. And you're thinking Meganium, we know Growlithe into Arcanine, probably. Barbarossa is a question mark. Barbarossa is a question mark. I feel good about Barbarossa right now, and Pidgeot is one of my, like, aesthetically favorite Pokemon. Yeah. But I don't know. I've got some moves to make still. What about you? What about uh, Joshua? I don't have any big changes. I won't be, unfortunately, I won't be explaining any new OC subplots this week. You sure? Because we got a lot of tweets about how the podcast was all about OC now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I had to make sure that everyone got enough of a basis that you would understand where I'm coming from with these Pokemon. We have at the first, the lineup, Dr. Roberts. One of my favorites at the moment. I've been pretty impressed when are you going to evolve it? I hate looking at the Graveler. Every every week I Photoshop the level check bug catchers, and I hate looking at that Graveler. Next time we hang out, which I believe is this Friday, we're going to need to do some trading. Oh, you want a Gengar too, don't you? Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know why I keep choosing all these fucking Pokemon that have to be traded. Scyther I'm going to have to trade eventually as well, but I don't have a metal coat yet. Oh, yeah. So, Dr. Robert Scraveler, level 30 now. Mm-hmm. Marissa, may she rest in peace, level 28. Haunter. Bane of my existence, that Haunter. Actually, the gravel really fucked me over, too, with rollout, but I'm mad at all of them. Yeah, I mean, Hypnosis wasn't doing you any favors, but at the moment, her only attack moves, not great. She only has Nightshade and Lick. So most of the time, I would be flinging her out to like put someone to sleep and then move, bring someone else in. Yeah. The one change is Luke Ward is now a Feraligator, level 30. Okay. Not a sweetie. Not a sweetie. But you're you're not beholden to sweetie rules. They're a little like kind of villainous when I'm looking at this lineup. Then we have Taylor, Taylor Townsend, Pidgeotto, level twenty eight. I don't think there was any movement there. Wasn't useful this leg. No. This was a very like I forgot water heavy. You gotta catch a water Pokemon, you have to teach it surf, and then you have to like surf down to Cyanwood. Yeah. Then we have Julie Cooper. She has been leveled significantly because of all the water Pokemon running around, floating around. Julie Cooper is level 31, Weeping Bell, plus six for that one. Okay, Weeping Bell, great, gross, Bell gross. I mean, not great, gross. It looks like a sex toy. It's a little similar to Oddish, Gloom, Vileplume, where like the mid-tier is the worst one. The mid-tier they always try to make look like a sex toy just so you'll get past it quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, holding up the holding up the rear, Ryan Atwood, the Scyther, thirty-one, having a blast with Scyther. I have to say, it's just bug type, or is it bug? It's bug flying. Oh, bug, and flying. it will be with Caesar bug steel. Steel. I don't have any steel Pokemon. Do any of my guys turn into steel? No. Meganium. No. Meganium's done. Lantern. <laughs> no. No. Lantern's done. Also, I would like to experiment with this new type. Well, let me look at the sweeties list real quick. Let's see if any of them are steel or evolve into steel. Steel is not a sweetie type. You're like knowingly crippling me. I didn't do Skarmory. The fuck is a Skarmory? Skarmory is a little sweet. Uh oh. Time to amend the living document. Let's see one in the wild, which we haven't yet, and I'll evaluate. Octillery. Octillery's a sweetie, but it's a water. Sounds like it might be steel. Octillery is cool. I saw on Dr. Lava's that Octillery and Remoraid were modeled after a pistol, Remoraid, the original evolution. And then Octillery was supposed to look like a tank, and it had a little helmet. So the demo version of Octillery is a true sweetie, because it's got a little helmet, it's got little like pads on it. But in general, Octillery is one of my favorites, probably. Okay, can't wait to have one. Now I'm worried because, like, I already have a decent water type on my team. And it's like, do I need an Octillery and a Lantern? Because I'm pretty invested in this Lantern lifestyle now. You're going to have to give me one of them. You can't have both. Well, now it's tempting. Now I want both. No. Now that I know you want Octillery, no, I... it makes the fruit that much sweeter. No, I hate Octillery. <laughs> okay, that's our level check. Yeah. And now let's talk about the game. As soon as we get back from Josh, this quick break. Welcome back. Turns out we played a little bit of game this week, too. We did. 
It wasn't all just rainbows and Skittles. We also played some games this week. Started in Ecritique City, where we left off last time. There was a rainbow wing involved, apparently. Speaking of rainbows and Skittles. It wasn't all rainbow wings and... <laughs> is there a Pokemon whose name sounds like Skittle? Skiplooms? Skiplooms. Sure. <laughs> you told me last time that there was some stuff in Ecritique that I missed headed into my gym battle. Oh, Yeah. Apparently, you can use something called Rock Smash. I had to tell you what to do because you don't talk to anyone anymore. <laughs> this hermit. I literally texted you earlier this week, and I was like, I tried using his headbutt on the rocks, and it didn't work. <laughs> it's like a totally different move, Rock Smash. I went into the burn tower, and I did some rock smashing, and I got a couple of, like, whatevers. And then I went over to the tin tower. Which you can only access after you have the critique. Batch. So you have to like talk to these monks in this building and they're like, okay, we'll let you up to the tin tower or you hike up to the tin tower and it's another tower just like the burn tower. Right. And you go in there, you're on the ground level and you make your way over to the staircase and there's just a dude hanging out on the stairs. Just standing on the stairs. And he's old. You know, I have half a mind if I was Greg, push him down. Okay. Okay. I didn't. I didn't because Joshua has morals. Can I use Rock Smash on him? <laughs> or Headbutt. Who knows? <laughs> Canute, Headbutt! <laughs> this old man, like, takes a fucking sand shrew to the nards. Yeah, get him out of there. Can you imagine that? how much that would hurt if, like, a sand shrew headbutted you in the nards? Oh, yeah. I can't remember how we got there. This guy wants you to get a rainbow wing before he'll let you into the tin tower to see... A uh, legendary Pokemon who nests there, apparently. Yeah. It's like, I don't see you getting that rainbow wing. Yeah, you go out and get it, dickhead. I don't give a shit about this. Where am I even supposed to get that? What is that, and where am I supposed to get it? I don't know. I actually don't remember. Okay. Then we head west out of Ecritique. That's right, Route 38. I had a blast on this route. The music is so jaunty and adventurous. The music was really good. I felt like I was like really going on a little adventure. This was a fun little section until you get to, to Moo Moo Farm. I'm looking at our shared dock here. <laughs> and it seems like you have something you want to say about Last Dana. Yeah. Seems like you had a little bit of a psychosexual adventure yourself this week. <laughs> Joshua really felt a connection with Last Dana on Route 38. What did what did you guys talk about? Did you give her your number? I did. <laughs> I got I got her number, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, Last Last Dana and I, we just really felt something. There was almost like a little bit of a lightning bolt when we started chatting. What'd you guys talk about? Oh, you know, just we both love Professor Oaks podcast what were her pokemon do you remember she had a flaffy and a psyduck which i also liked yeah i was like you know you got a couple of sweeties in there and i don't mean that in a sexual way oh yeah in your <laughs> sweater i'm trying to figure out what was so appealing about last dana to you it's the first last that joshua had encountered okay and he was like i don't really know what's happening here but i like this i like this last dana and i like that she wants my number i like her pokemon so here's a question is joshua's sexual orientation straight we'll see 
They just met. He seems pretty attracted to the last Dana. Well, maybe maybe something will evolve there. You and I also play D&D together, I should say. Yeah. And like some of your D&D characters have been straight before. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's either straight or like pansexual and that, and that includes like <laughs> goblins and like trolls. All right. Well, I didn't connect with Last Dana in the same way that you did. You're lost, but, you know, step back. Step off. At the end of Route 38 and 39, there's something called Moo Moo Farm, which is this, like, disgusting, <laughs> like, fetish community off in the woods where everyone is drinking Moo Moo juice. It is kind of cultish. Whatever comes out of milk tanks for dongs. Because I got news for you, Josh. Some of those mill tanks you encounter on Route 38 and 39 are male. Mill tanks work a little differently. And those udders? Ain't udders, buddy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what are you saying? They're all, are, they, are they all penises? I think they're dicks. No one cow should have that many dicks. I don't actually know. I have not investigated this at all. I pray I'm wrong. I pray I'm wrong. But I think you encounter male mill tanks on Route 38. You encounter plenty of mill tanks on Route 38, right? I only saw mill tanks, and I did catch a Tauros, which I was pretty happy about. Oh, that's cool. No, mill tanks are all female. I just checked. All female? Yeah. Oh, thank God. I don't know how they're reproducing, but... <laughs> if they're not all female, that means that the male ones have four dogs instead of four udders. I think we both know, based on what we've seen, there are male mill tank. <laughs> I've seen a lot of literature online. <laughs> and there are usually multiple penises involved. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I hated this place. You go into a barn, and there's two girls there looking after a mill tank, and it's sick, and it yeah. needs berries to heal. And I said, here's a berry. And they said, still sick, bud. And I said, well, here's another fucking berry. And they're just like, still sick, bud. And I think I fed this thing six berries, and it was just like, it's starting to look a little better. They clean me out. Yeah. And they only got one berry tree out there. How many berries do you, does it take to heal this thing? I don't remember. It is an inconscionable number. I fed this thing six berries, I think. I think it's less than 10, but I, and it's more than five, obviously, but I don't know where it is in there. Do we think that Moo Moo Farm from Gen 2 is the same Moo Moo Farm from Mario Kart? It is Moo Moo Farm in Mario Kart as well. Yeah. Is there a crossover? Expanded universe? No. Wait. Wait. There's no Pokemon... Wait. No, there are no... There's no Pokemon racers in Mario Kart. No. But there's fucking stupid squid game that everyone loves that I hate. And there's... What's a squid game? Link. <sighs> a Splatoon. Splatoon? Yeah, I think Moo Moo Why Farm... Why is there no... Wait! This is, a, this is a fucking controversy. Why is there no Pikachu? Why is, is Pikachu not in Mario Kart? I don't know. Or any Pokemon. So Moo Moo is in Mario. They're Moo Moo's. But they're also Moo Moo's in Pokemon. But they're Miltank, actually. So is Moo Moo the family? And like the family is from wherever Mario is from, you know? Is this an expanded universe? And the Mario, the Mushroom Kingdom... Is oh, somewhere... You're, you're freaking my bean, man. You're freaking <laughs> my bean in a way that I just... I have no idea. And it's like, oh, it's the Moo Moo's, and they're like royalty. 
I just went to this page after feeding her several berries is all it says on Bulbapedia. So no one knows. Hey, thanks for the thanks for the fucking precision journalism, Bulbapedia. <laughs> after Moomoo Farm, when they cleaned us out of berries, ate us out of house and home, did you meet Pokefan Ruth? Yeah, I like the Pokefans. She had just a Pikachu and she's got like Poke dolls strewn about her and she's just like gushing. It looks like have you seen that meme where it's like a TikTok and the teen like flips the water bottle and then the mom is like, he's so talented. He's just so talented. I'm so proud of him. Yeah. Isn't he talented? He is so talented. I am so proud of him. What I'm saying is I think the Pookie fan is the wine mom of Johto. Oh, yeah. she's So she's just out. They're gushing. They got these mom names, Ruth. She's having the time of her life. She's drunk as hell. Oh, yeah. She's just out here to have fun. I loved it. I love these Poka fans. Yeah, for once, a nice trainer. I'm looking at the Poka fan art from X and Y right now on Bulbapedia. Yeah. And it's a dad holding up his infant son who's in a Panchamp outfit. And he's got a Panchamp backpack, and he, they're just both having the time of their lives, and that's fucking me. That's me. That is really good. You kidding me? Dad and his son having fun with Pokemon? That's you and your son. Yeah, and you're the, the like, Poke nerd or whatever. The guy who's, like, way too into Pokemon, he's a nerd. Uh, t- don't bring back the super nerd thing. Super nerd. You're a super nerd. <sighs> Make our way down south to Olivine City. We get there, we're raring for a fucking fight. And I go up to the gym thinking, all right, this is it. And bad Josh pops out and he says, she's not in there. Gonna have to do something else. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm fine. I'm prepared to to go do something else, but I'm ready to square off with you, bad Josh. You know what he does? What? Shoves me. God, really fucking egging me on this guy. And, like, takes off on his moped or whatever. Where's Officer Jenny with this? This fucking red-haired asshole is going around shoving people all over Johto. He didn't even fight me. He just shoved me out of the way and, like, took off. And it's like, wha- I was raring for a fight, man. Yeah, we haven't had to have a good fight in a while. We keep going to these places, these old men, these monks, poke fans, wine moms. Somebody needs to give us a fight. Turns out that the Olivine gym leader, whose name escapes me now... Something dumb. Jasmine. Okay. And I bet her Pokemon type are like tea. They're like tea Pokemon. <laughs> no, man. Steel. Okay. I think that's the juxtaposition. They were like, oh, everybody's going to think she's some little lightweight. And she's got all these fucking ironclad brawlers. <laughs> tea. Tea. Spill the tea, Jasmine. It turns out that she has taken to the lighthouse on the edge of town. And she's not in her gym. So I don't know about you, Josh, but what I did was venture to the lighthouse. As I want to do, I checked out the houses around town first on the way. Oh, I checked out the houses too. I got a, I got that good rod. Yeah, I got the good rod. And not from the burly sailor who gave me strength, by the way. Something funny about the term good rod to me. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke I was fucking making. I got the good rod. I talked to some of the other people, went down to the lighthouse, made my way inside. It's fucking alive with trainers. There's like 50 goddamn trainers in this place. Yeah, they're hanging out. What are they doing? 
The whole thing with the lighthouse is you need like one person who mans it. Haven't you seen the lighthouse? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Again, like I thought the lighthouse music fucking slapped. And that's the only reason I could think anyone would be hanging out in there. Oh, they just have good music? Yeah, it's like a club. They have like a live band? Club Lighthouse. Yeah. You fight these dudes, and they're nobodies, and you, you kill them. Defenestrated. You make your way to the top, and there is Jasmine. And she's sitting there next to a... With her trusty... Ampharos. And the Ampharos is very sick, and Jasmine says, May you please, Fjallstan, travel down to Cyanwood, get some medicine from someone in Cyanwood, and bring it back to this Ampharos. I guess. And I said, I shall. Me lady. And I, I took my <laughs> trilby, and it's a trilby, not a fedora. Okay. And I took my trilby, and I, I sunk to one knee, and I said, Yes, me lady. Okay, when did Fjellstan acquire a trilby? Because Josh Fjellstad doesn't wear any trilbies. Two things. Fjellstan is an old soul. Yeah. You know? And I think he feels like he can pull off the trilby. So he's in the Frank Sinatra phase, like I have had. Well, no, sort of, sort of. He's in the Frank Sinatra phase, but Frank Sinatra also has a katana. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like he's sure. Yeah, of course. But he wears trilbies everywhere with like polo shirts that have like skulls on them, and then he also has a katana. I was hoping it was dragons at least. Well, skulls, dragons, whatever. Hand in hand. And he also has a katana that he wear like he wears out. Okay. And that's just like his thing. He's trying to model himself after Josh Fjellstad. Oh, yeah. So uh, my second point is I think you could pull off a trilby. I think it would suit you well. Yeah, I'd try that out. Try it out. I mean, we wore, we wore fedoras at my, uh, <laughs> my bachelor party bachelor in Atlantic. <laughs> the Pearl of the Atlantic, Atlantic City. One of our friends brought, <laughs> I would say, six fedoras with him. Unprovoked. For the sole purpose of all of us wearing them and tipping them to one another and saying, respete. We did tip our hats. Yeah. So Ampharos is sick. You're like, all right, my lady, I'm on a journey. You hurl yourself through these holes in the ground of the lighthouse. Oh, yeah. Just fall all the way back down. Which is a novel new like way of traveling. <laughs> well, it's like a grind to get up the lifehouse. Like, fuck the escape rope. Just fall down all the stairs. Yeah. Just roll down. You make your way out to the harbor. Yeah. And at least for Fjellstan, it was his first encounter with a rod and his first encounter with water-type Pokemon. How did it go? It went fine. What I knew I wanted from this area was one of two Pokemon. Chinchu? Chinchu. Or Corsola. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what the drop rates for Corsola are. I'm a little concerned that Corsola is not in gold because I never once encountered one. But the drop rates for Chinchu were pretty low. They're both low. Corsola is even lower, though. What I ended up doing was fighting about 10,000 Magikarps (laughs) before I finally caught a, a Chinchu and trained it with Surf and made my way down to Cyanwood. Oh, so you had to get it even to just get there. Even just to, to locomote, yep. I had taught surf to Luke Ward, because he dabbles in that uh, for alligator. But I also did some fishing 
because I wanted either of those Pokemon, and I got a Corsola, which happened to be Joshi's sweetie. Ooh. I do like Corsola. I mean, look at this thing. It's a cutie. It's so cute. I hear that like it gets dark in recent editions of the game, which I'm not. It's sort of shield, yeah. I'm not interested in, but like I do like Corsola quite a bit. Which is a uh, maybe commentary on climate change. Yeah. Yeah, it's pink. It's got like a little smirk. It looks like it's loving life. It's like the expression "happy as a clam," but it's like a living, breathing like well, which is to say, coral. Yeah. Coral with a brain. I'm going to go back to Olivine next game, next episode and, and try to catch one of these things because I do really like it. God, maybe, maybe we got a Squirt Jr. in the making. I feel like that's really where you're starting to go. Between Lantern and Corsola and Octillery? One of our bug catchers on the Twitter commented that Mr. Squirt would really be living his best life in Gen 2 because there's Mantine, which was also a sweetie. They're introduced a lot of like bangers. In, in water. Okay, well, we'll see where we end up. <laughs> Make our way south from Olivine through Route 40. There's this confounding maze of rock walls and whirlpools. If you go into a whirlpool, it shoots you out again. Yeah. Which seems statistically unlikely, by the way. Because if it's just randomly shooting you in a direction... Chances are good that you would end up on the other side of the whirlpool and not the side you entered on. That's a really good point. That's just statistics. That's statistics. Anyway, I don't know what to do with these fucking islands. Whirl islands. I don't know what to do with them. Can't do anything there. I assume we come back to them eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this was this was a stage in video game production in like the late 90s, early 2000s, where it's just like, we'll make players backtrack a fucking ton yeah this whole phase like we'll introduce them to a place like elf ruins or whirlpool islands or whatever and then we won't tell them what it's for we won't give them any clues on how to get in and then like 15 hours from now they'll have what they need to like get in or make sense of this and it's just like fuck you yeah and it's like you're surfing around we don't even have fly yet so every step that we make is like a nightmare to have to go back, which I was already doing earlier in the season of like, I was running back to Azalea Town to get Kurt to make Kurt, me balls. Yeah. I was going Ecrotique down through the National Park, through Goldenrod, down through Ilex and all this shit. And like, we, you know that we're, the rest of the game is going to lie eventually to the east, which means we're going to have to go back to Ecrotique. So the whole thing is just like, Running around, we're going to have to surf back to the World Islands eventually. I believe someone on Cianwood tells us that there is a silver wing. Well, that means nothing to me. A silver wing in World Islands. I don't need a silver wing. I need a rainbow wing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I need a silver wing. And apparently my lantern is a fucking Lapras, which confused me. Oh, yeah. And did you notice how all those swimmers out on Route 41 harass you for riding around on a Pokemon? Not all of them. I saw you leave this note. A few of them do harass you. They're like, Pokemon are people or whatever. <laughs> it's like PETA's out there. And you know how sometimes people stick underneath the stop of stop signs? They'll stick like a sticker that says like, stop human rights abuses. Yeah. There's a new one in my neighborhood that says, stop speciesism. 
And I'm just like, what? Oh man. Listen, I I don't disagree with you. I'm a vegetarian and like am into it, but like that's too granular. I can't follow that one. We got we've got bigger issues to worry about right now, but how about the human species, buddy? Have you seen what's going on this year? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there are a couple of people who are just like Notice how I'm not using a flotation device? Yeah. I'm swimming with my Pokemon. Yeah. Me too. You see this thing I'm riding? Looks like Lapras, but it's not. <laughs> it's a lantern. I'm riding around on a big crocodile, big uh, for alligator. They shouldn't be messing with me at that point. I will say this. These games being in color for the first time didn't do any favors to my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Oh, who is it? A couple of these trainers out on Route 41, these swimmers, yeah, had Staryu's. Oh, I thought the Staryu sprite was cool. It looks so like... The Staryu's are usually fairly interesting to me, but there is a little tick to them being in color now, which is that they made an artistic choice, which was that the arms of the Staryu going out They've inserted a little red line, which look like veins, like shrimp veins. I hadn't thought about that. Do you see what I'm looking at here? Yeah. And once they've like inserted these like shrimp veins into the arms of the Staryu, I'm fucking out. I, I hate this thing now. I thought it was cool, though. It looks like very like the shadowing is really nice. I hadn't thought about this red vein, and now it is kind of ruining it for me, though, now that I'm looking at it again. The red vein is really gross. Yeah, it makes it look like it's got like a, it's like a blood, blood moon. I now know that we have different sprites, and I'm looking at the, no, the silver sprite has them too. Yeah. Those like fucking red veins, they're so gross. I don't want to think of this thing as like a creature. I thought it was cool. I think the angle's cool, but I see what you're saying. It's gross. It's gross. It's a little unsettling. Made our way down to Cyanwood. Lots to do in Cyanwood. Yeah, this town. Couple of interesting characters here. Can I ask about this photographer? Yeah. In the north of the town, you go into this little building and he's like, I'm the Pokemon photographer. I'll take your picture with your Pokemon. Do you want your picture taken? I did. I said yes. And you know what happened? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it doesn't even do anything. Am I doing something wrong? I clicked yes about a thousand times and it just like didn't do anything. And then I hit no, and I was like, okay, well, come back later. Yeah. What is happening here? Is this a bug? Is this a bug in my game? No, it goes back to what we've talked about of how they, like, very not so subtly are shoving the Game Boy printer down our throats in this generation. I just have to have my, like, Game Boy printer plugged in in order for this to work. Yeah. I'm willing to. I'll go to eBay right now. I'm going to go to eBay right now. But... You have to have it on Game Boy, and which we're not playing at this point. Well, I do have it on Game Boy. Oh, yeah, you could, actually. Yeah. You just have to play it again all the way up to Cienwood, and then you can print the photos. Ugh, not, I'm not willing to do that a third time. Yeah, that's the deal with the Pokemon photographer. He's a scam artist. Did you go to this neon green hair guy? He says he was, like, roughed up by Greg. Yeah, I encountered this guy. Did he give you a Pokemon? He wanted us to have a safe home for his Pokemon. He tried to. My concern with him was he, so this guy, I went and talked to him. He said, 
can you take care of my Pokemon? But he didn't say what the Pokemon was. Yeah. And that was too big of a gamble for me since I'm not allowed to have anyone but Sweeties <laughs> on my team. So I said, oh, no, thank you. No, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Nobody will rob you again and, you know, kill you or something. So I have no idea what his Pokemon was that he tried to give me or whether or not it was a Sweetie. Do you want me to tell you? Is it a Sweetie? Yeah, he gives you Shucky Ugh. the Shuckle. Ugh. And Shuckle is a Sweetie. Can I change its name? No. Ugh. Not when it's a traded Pokemon. Oh, uh, I'm looking at a picture of this thing, Josh. I don't love it. I hate it. It's still, it's just a turtle, man. It's fine. It's not a turtle. It's not a turtle at all. And you're wrong about that. It's a fucking worm. It's not very good. It's a worm. It's a slimy, gross, dong-shaped worm coming out of a rock. And you know how I can confirm that, Josh? Type bug rock. But together, it's basically a turtle. <laughs> no! You like yeah, apple, and that's a you... worm in, a, in an apple. What's wrong with this? That's a dragon in an apple! <laughs> You're telling me that you think that all turtles are worms coming out of rocks, Josh? Uh, tell me what it is, if not that. <laughs> we haven't seen its body. Its body is the fucking it's like rock. A, it's a worm with four legs. Okay, well, at least I know it's now a, a sweetie, and I'm allowed to capture it, and it's on the sweetie list officially, yes? Yeah. Okay. If you don't want to have its stupid-ass name, Shucky, you can catch them by rock-smashing the rocks on the shore in Olivine, apparently. <laughs> okay. I, I honestly rock-smashed the rocks on the shore in Olivine about 15 times, and because I was like... Surely something interesting is going to come out of these rocks. No, it's all crabbies. And every single time it was a fucking crabby. <laughs> I also gave up on that. I do like the crabby sprite in Gen 2, though. He just looks very, like, dopey and, like, confused. Yeah. He's just like, what the fuck am I doing here? No kidding, man. I just rock smashed your home. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I got that Shucky and I uh, shucked him into the box. That's good. Then did you go and speak to this 500-year-old? Oh, the, the pharmacist? This guy who's just sitting in his house with his sunglasses on? Yeah. Yeah, it's a pharmacy. Seems more like a dispensary, if you know what I mean. <laughs> this fucking guy. He's like, yeah, man, I got the secret potion for you. He gave me the secret potion. He said he doesn't make it. It's untested. It's like those drugs that the ADA hasn't gotten around to like scheduling yet. <laughs> yeah. You know, where it's like, this could be the weakest shit in the world and we'll do nothing to you, or it could literally be like the most potent, psychedelic yeah, yeah. you've ever tried in your fucking life. But the only problem is like the ADA hasn't gotten around to scheduling yet. So it's like, are you taking ecstasy or are you taking acid? You'll never know. Little column A, little column B. It's not illegal yet, so have fun. <laughs> and that's kind of what this guy's peddling. So that Ampharos is about to get fucking lit. But while we were there, Joshua realized he spoke to this woman who was just outside the gym. Speaking to a lot of women, Joshua, this week. Well, he's in puberty is seeing what's what. Who knows how <laughs> it's going to shake out. And she says, oh, you know, like... That gym leader, Chuck, he really battles too much, and maybe if someone could defeat him, I might have a gift. <laughs> and obviously, Joshua's like, well. I love gifts. <laughs> he, 
tries winking, but he just closes both of his eyes. I love gifts. That's a gold member. <laughs> no. No. No gold member references. I love gifts. He's, you know, gold member. Yeah. Yeah. I love gold. That's what he says. Two Memorial Days ago, a few of us <laughs> tried. Who has a fucking gold member story? Tried to rewatch. No, it wasn't. It wasn't gold member. We rewatched Spy Who Shagged Me and made it like thirty-two minutes in, and we were like, "Fat bastard!" and like all of the sexual harassment. We were like, "The FBI is gonna come here and shut this down." They definitely, definitely do not hold up. Any of the Austin Power movies do not hold up in any way. Oh, it's really rough. Yeah. It was like, I had to look away. It's 2020 now, and it, this is not something we're here for anymore. No gold member quotes. No Austin Power quotes on Experience Share a Pokemon podcast. Gym leader Chuck. Yeah. Make our way into this gym. You're tantalized now by this promise of a gift. I want to know what this lady is going to give me. I didn't talk to this lady, obviously. Fucking freak. No, thank you. <laughs> I make my way in. I fight it. I get double teamed. Whoa. By these dudes the second I Whoa. jump into this place. <laughs> Was Fjell Stan into that? Okay. <laughs> and one of them has a Hitmonlee. Yeah. Beat it. No problem. No problem. One of them has a Hitmonchan. Beat it, no problem. Yeah, I, I was the same. Make your way up. The other guy has some shit. Who cares? Then there's a third guy who you face off with, and he's got two Pokemon. Black Belt Knob. I'm looking it up. Excuse me? Knob is his name. <laughs> some weird shit going on in CN Wood. <laughs> there's some psychosexual shit happening in CN Wood. Black Belt Knob, apparently, is what he's called. Yeah. He's got two Pokemon. Machop, fine, whatever. Beat this thing. Sure. And then he's got this fucking Machoke. And Joshua, I know that I've had Machoke as my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. And I know that I've already had a You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week this week. But... I have another You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week, and it's fucking Machoke, and I'll tell you why. Breaking precedent, okay. It's still gross. It's never not gross, Machoke, just because of its whole thing, right? Yeah, the steroid use, the weird, like, hair, or like... It doesn't help that it's in color now, too, because, like, its little, like, arm ripples, like its stretch marks, are now red. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what is this? But then they just gave this thing fucking bazongas. <laughs> it's fully got bazongas now. Look at this fucking, and I, I pray that the silver version, the silver sprite also has bazongas, but the gold sprite just fully has like round, voluptuous, full breasts. Oh, oh, yeah. To the degree that, like, if 13-year-old Tanner was playing this, he'd be like, ooh, hachi machi. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yamahama. Oh, I'm looking at these sprites now. It's less pronounced than silver. Oh, but it is pronounced. It is pronounced. But in gold, this thing has, like, tatas. Yeah. 
Look at those fucking things. It's bursting out. It's got bazongas. Everything in this sprite is bursting out. It's the veins. It's the bazongas. It's like, there's like a little bit of a bulge too. I mean, this is insane. <laughs> Machoke This a- is a psychosexual adventure. <laughs> yeah, call them over. See if they're interested. <laughs> I'll go down there right now. You thought that Hitchcock movie was a psychosexual adventure? Look at this! <laughs> Everything is popping out of everywhere. <laughs> this thing is a mess, and I hate it. Okay, oh, yeah. God, I hate it. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm allowed to have two You Make Me Barf Pokemon in a week. And I'm not allowed to... I don't know if I'm allowed to do the same Pokemon again, but, like, I got one look at this thing, and I was just like, absolutely not. <laughs> I think I'm going to allow it. Lord knows there's plenty of sweeties to go around. Face off against Chuck. He's a chump. He's got a bunch of fucking, like, fighting type Pokemon. Who cares? It was easy. We chucked him out. Chucked him out. He was a joke. You get the whatever badge. Storm badge. The storm badge, and you get fly. And you get dynamic punch TM01. Yep. Seems like a pretty high placement for not that great of a TM. And, uh can control Pokemon up to level 70, which I thought was wild. And then I actually... It's a pretty big jump. Wanted to shout out Bugcatcher 50 Biscuits on Twitter for giving us a good correction, which is that the level limit only applies to Pokemon with a different trainer ID. So Pokemon who are traded to you. Oh. You actually were not about to have Bayleaf episodes ago lose control. Oh, well... But it's also funny, I mean, now it's like, we could, if we wanted to, if we were chaos agents, import our Pokemon from the first generation. (laughs) Something to think about. Something to think about. So you get HMO2 fly after beating that scrub from... That lady. Talk to my lady. No, I talked to her too. Okay. (laughs) I'll admit now. Yeah, yeah. And next week, Josh, we will make our way back to Olivine City to face off with the gym leader there. Yeah, we will save this Ampharos. And then we'll try to figure out a way to fill in the other hour and 10 minutes of the episode. See what trouble we can get into in Olivine. <laughs> I hope it's a I hope it's a rich cultural capital of Johto because we got a lot of fucking minutes to fill up. Make a ruckus. All right, Josh, that's it for this week. That's it. My name was this week Lanterner a.k.a. Tanner Green Ring, and your name this week was... Chinchosh. Chinchosh, a.k.a. Chincho. Josh Fjellstad. Josh Fjellstad, yep. And we'll remind you again, rate and review on iTunes, Yep. Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. We need your support now more than ever. <laughs> Why now more than ever? Because I feel like it's getting really good, you know? We're really hitting our stride <laughs> this season. Yes, please do follow us, rate us, review us everywhere you can. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Experience Share Pod. If you give us a tweet, like tell your friends about us, we'll give you a sticker. Oh, yeah. If you tweet an unsolicited tweet recommending our show to your friends. Other than the solicitation right now. Yes. (laughs) This is a solicitation, but the tweet should say, I love this show. Yeah, exactly. At Experience Share. We will... DM you and say, do you want a sticker? That's right. And we'll send you one. We might make some holographic ones in the style of the trading card game. 
maybe you'll get a rare one too. Okay, that's it for this week. Next week, we will be headed back to Olivine to take on gym leader Jasmine with her T-type Pokemon. <laughs> Until then, I've been Tanner Greenring. This has been Josh Fjallstead, and we will smell you later. Smell you later. <laughs>